Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. I'm so grateful you're here. And this is going to be a really, really fun episode. I haven't done anything like this so far on the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. So I'm really intrigued to see where this all goes, how it resonates for all of you. So to give you a little backstory, about a week ago, I posted on our Facebook page and I asked what all of you wanted to see on the podcast. Your feedback means so much to me and I love seeing what you all want to hear. And overwhelmingly, the answer was sex. (laughs) And it wasn't just a couple people that commented, it was a lot of people. And overwhelmingly, the um, response was, we want you to talk about sex, sacred sexuality, Uh, what it means to connect with a partner in a sacred way, how to connect with yourself in a sacred way. And at first I was a little surprised and then I realized that's the essence of this podcast is talking about things that our culture or our societies have deemed as taboo and yet are completely normal. Things like menstruation, tracking your cycle, and certainly sacred sexuality falls into that category as well. That is perhaps... One of the most motivating um, desires we have as human beings, and yet it's such a taboo thing in our culture, especially in the Western world. The media is so saturated with sexuality, but true sacred sexuality or a true union between two human beings is seen as so taboo or so dirty. And so I appreciate all of you even being so open-minded to listen to this podcast because I will be talking about some things that maybe you've never talked about with anyone else before. And maybe I'll be even using words and terms that are slightly uncomfortable. And we have to remember that this is because we've been taught that it's not okay to talk about all of this. Having sex or making love or connecting with ourselves or another human being that we call sacred is a beautiful thing. And we really don't need to feel so afraid of it or so shamed by it. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to jump into this realm of sexuality. I will be doing more podcasts about this because obviously there's so much to say on the subject. So I've kind of had to break it up into little pieces, but I felt that it was right with this very first podcast in the realm of sexuality to talk about pleasure, to talk about orgasm, especially because so many of the women I meet at retreats or as private clients share that they they do have a very difficult time reaching an orgasm or really experiencing pleasure in general in their lives. And so I'm going to touch on that, how to experience more pleasure, how to allow your body to open up and receive better but also a little bit more about sexuality, what it means to embed a sacred energy into this and all of that goodness. So again, I'm so grateful that you felt the call to click this because we're just diving right in. (laughs) So sex is such a funny thing because it's so incredibly normal 
right? It's a basic function of a human being. It's one of our core desires for most human beings. And yet it is labeled as taboo or shameful so often. And I think sexuality is interesting because whether we deem there's an excessive amount of sexuality or there's less than what we want to see or a lack of it, either way, it's shamed, right? So if someone has a lot of sexuality, they're very Um, comfortable with sexuality, maybe talking about it, or they just really enjoy it or whatever, we deem that as an excessive amount of sexual energy, we consider that bad, right? We think this person has too much. But then on the opposite end, if someone isn't really interested in sex or maybe has had trauma from sex and therefore isn't isn't feeling receptive in that way, or maybe simply has lost their libido, we also see that as a bad thing. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to connect in that way, right? So it's like, no matter what way we look at it, it feels as though sometimes you can't win. Either you're a prude or you're overly sexual or you're like a deviant, right? There's there's no happy middle ground. So shame becomes the big thing here. And if you've studied the chakra system at all, the chakra system is so incredible, but it weaved into the ancient practice of yoga. And when we talk about shame or guilt, these are the two emotions that disconnect us from our sexuality and from the center of our power more than anything. And so isn't that sad? Every time we feel shame or guilt about our sexuality, about what we feel, about how we like to express that, we disconnect even more. And this is why it becomes such a vicious cycle. So when someone has what maybe society would deem an excessive amount of sexuality or sexual energy, what kinds of words do we normally call people like this? Or maybe not us personally, but what would society say about someone like that? I think one of the most common words we might hear someone say is that that person is a whore. And I like to know the meanings of words because our words are very, very powerful. And so often we think we know the meaning of a word and yet the word has so much more wisdom behind it. And whore is one of the most interesting words in my mind. So whore comes from the Latin word whore, but spelled H-O-R. And this literally means cave. And what's really interesting is that a pit, a hole, a cave, all of these words have been used uh, in all different forms of the Latin languages, as well as in Sanskrit, and all of these traced back to the goddess or the divine feminine. And so these words for, again, a dark hole, a pit, a cave, are all things that are truly unnameable. They're spaces of both light and dark, spaces of life and death, things that are the mystery of life. And so this is relating back to the womb or our most sacred space as women. This is the cave. This is the sacred cavern. This is the space that truly governs our reality. That is the most powerful space truly in the entire universe. A woman that is connected to her womb realizes that everything she's ever needed and anything she will ever need already exists within her. When we are connected to our womb, we are connected to ourselves at our deepest levels. And so how interesting is it that 
When we think that someone has too much sexual energy, we call her a whore. Yet we're really just saying she is connected to the womb. She is the unnameable. She is the mystery. She is the womb. Isn't that interesting? So when we are connected to our womb, we're also connected to our ability to experience pleasure. Pleasure being the sensation of bliss, of gratitude, of connection. And when we're experiencing pleasure, this is also our ability to receive, to receive a partner, to receive ourselves, to receive whatever tool we might be using to connect to this, this center of pleasure, this center of divine femininity and sacred sexuality. Especially when we're connecting with another human being, this is truly our most potent way to experience another human being and arguably a merging of the souls. This is such a powerful practice. And yet again, we think of it as either like how we watch it in Hollywood on the TV where it's it's very disconnected or we think that you know it's it's just taboo to think about or talk about at all it's it's such a strange thing to even talk about because there's so many taboos surrounding the entire thing but sexuality is our way of connecting with another human being and also with ourselves when we're connected to our sexuality we're able to experience bliss we're able to receive both energetically and physically, and we're able to connect at a deeper level of life and really feel and experience all things around us. But especially if it's difficult for us to experience pleasure, um, and that could be an orgasm, but not necessarily, it can be difficult to feel really satisfied with life overall. And if you listen to my other podcast about the cervix, then you may remember that I talked about the emotion of the cervix is fulfillment. And so often when women are disconnected from their cervix, they, they tend to have a lack of fulfillment in their lives. And I find that across the board that tends to resonate. And of course, our connection to our cervix could be um, one avenue of orgasm. They say that a cervical orgasm is, is one of the most pleasurable for women. There's many different kinds of orgasms, obviously, but... Um, when we connect to our body, we connect to our ability to experience pleasure. And so if you have found that it's difficult for you to really experience pleasure with yourself or with a partner, then I'm going to share a couple tools here to help you feel more pleasure, help you feel more connection, and really reclaim this, this sacred part of who you are. And whether this is something you experience just by yourself with a partner in a long-term marriage, with people you are dating, that part isn't as important. What matters is that you are feeling this divine connection within you as you experience all of this. So my first tip to connect with more pleasure is to allow yourself to connect with yourself within a sacred setting. And a little backstory, I grew up in Utah and so sexuality was incredibly taboo and things like masturbation were also incredibly taboo that was of the devil you needed to repent there was a lot of really really intense beliefs around it and so I completely disconnected from all of this I thought that 
that all this was dirty and that I just didn't even want to partake in it. I wasn't interested in it because there was so much shame that I was carrying in my body that if I connect with someone in this way, then I'm no longer good or I'm no longer worthy to be with someone else. And so when I began to connect with myself and began to explore sacred sexuality as I began to study the divine feminine and Tantra, I was so shocked when I continued to come up against the wall of, well, have you connected with yourself in this sacred way? Why are you expecting your partner to please you when you don't even know how to please yourself? And I remember that being really, really horrifying to me, thinking how, why? <laughs> like. Why can't someone else just just give me this pleasure? Why do I need to know myself at that level? And like, why are we even talking about this? And it is really, really valuable to connect with yourself, to connect with your own body. It's your body. There's nothing dirty or, or abnormal about knowing your own anatomy and knowing how your own body works. And um, you know, if you have old beliefs or, or things that are telling you that it's not okay, then you just need to ask yourself if those are beliefs that truly serve you. And if they do, that's okay. And if they don't, chuck them out the window. <laughs> so creating a sacred space where you can connect is really, really powerful, whether that's a sacred bath time or lighting candles in your bedroom, but giving yourself that space to connect without any expectation, without trying to make sure that you orgasm or experience something in particular, but see it as an opportunity to just feel your own body, to feel your own essence, to see what feels good for you, and to do it from a place of love and service to yourself. Not out of obligation, not out of just trying to get to a destination, but rather a sacred opportunity to connect with your deepest essence. Another really important tool that goes alongside this, and I'm sorry, it's going to probably be devastating to some of you, but that is to, you really want to avoid using vibrators, especially if you have a hard time reaching an orgasm, the vibrating motion tends to numb our body. And so it creates this problem where for now, maybe it creates an easier opportunity to orgasm, but later down the road, it may be difficult for us to orgasm, especially without a vibrator. We find that we need really rough sex or we need different kinds of things to feel pleasure. And this is because the yoni or the vagina is, is numb to an extent. The the uh, stimulation isn't enough anymore for our, our body to experience pleasure. And so it's really much better to avoid vibrators in general. You can use different tools like um, there's crystal um, tools that you can use to connect in this sacred way. I'm going to talk about jade eggs here in just a moment. But these are all going to be better options that aren't numbing your sacred space and instead will actually resensitize it so that you can experience pleasure with those, but also with yourself, with your partner, in any way that you deem fit. It's going to be fixing the problem rather than making a problem later down the road. So on that note, the third tool is to utilize a jade egg. And they're also known as yoni eggs. I teach about these at the retreats because they are amazing tools. And one of these days I'll do a whole podcast episode about it because... Of course, as you all know, I could talk for like 35 minutes about any of these these things. Um, but jade eggs are amazing because they help to tighten and tone the yoni. 
but they also help to resensitize your tissue. And so it's going to make sex more pleasurable. It's one of my favorite tools that I recommend for women that specifically have a really hard time orgasming or have a very hard time experiencing pleasure. That's really, really, really important. So you can learn more about jade eggs in the show notes here. I linked a blog post I did about a year ago about jade eggs because there's so much to them. But those are really, really good tools, especially if you are wanting to be able to experience an orgasm with more ease. My last tool or tip, but perhaps the most important, is to let your body be your guide. So anytime you're connecting with yourself or with a partner, let your body tell you if she is ready to receive. Sometimes we'll be connecting with a partner or with ourselves and we'll feel very receptive. We'll feel our body activate. We'll feel this desire to receive, to connect. And this is our body saying, yes, this is an alignment. It resonates. There's, there's something here that is connecting. And other times we might feel like the mood is set perfectly. We've had an amazing time with this human being or with ourselves and everything is going great, but our body is, is like not connecting. There's no resonance. There's no activation. We might feel really closed off, really tight. And that's also a really important sign. And I think the more we learn to honor our bodies, the more our bodies feel safe to be authentic. And so if you're connecting with a partner in this way, for example, and you feel your body really closed down and shut off, it would not be selfish of you to to share that with your partner and to maybe find another option to maybe continue with other practices that could help activate you or maybe it just feels right to to stop there and to cuddle or to do a different practice that's maybe more nourishing for you at that time but really listen to your body because she's telling you at every moment when something feels good and when something does not So see this as an opportunity to listen to her, to be really aware with her, and to let her guide you. And of course, especially in a partner setting, making sure that you explain this to them and let them know that that your connection to your body is very, very sacred and is a priority. If they are the right partner for you, then they're going to say, that's beautiful and I'm so glad you honor yourself. And of course, that's absolutely okay with me. That's the kind of energy that this deserves. So those are my four tips to experience more pleasure and specifically to be able to reach an orgasm. So all of this is so significant and I will be doing a whole other podcast about the divine feminine, divine masculine energies. And that doesn't necessarily mean a man and a woman. As human beings, we all have masculine and feminine energies within us, and they're going to be more present in some of us than others. And that's what makes us all unique and part of this human experience. So I'll talk more about what that looks like and how we can can dance this dance with these two energies in us as well as in our partner and how we can really tune into the wisdom of both. But if there's one thing that I want all of you to feel, to know, to understand from this podcast right here, right now, that is your body is sacred. Your sacred womb is the most powerful energy in the universe that poets and philosophers have written about for thousands of years. 
There is so much wisdom embedded in your body and it is okay for you to connect with that. It is okay for you to welcome another human being into that sacred space if you feel that they know you and your heart and your spirit, if they respect you, then you can share that beautiful experience with them. It takes a lot of time to undo all of the programming that most of us have experienced around sexuality, that sexuality is bad, and of course there's other extremes of these beliefs. So know that wherever you're at, it's okay and that this is the starting point for all of us. So journal about it, reflect on it, see what beliefs still resonate and which ones you've been living but no longer serve you, and see this as your opportunity to take this step forward in really understanding your body, experiencing more pleasure, and connecting with yourself and others in a sacred and empowering way. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. So grateful for all of you. You're always welcome to request podcast ideas or episodes. (laughs) Uh, You can do that via Facebook or on Instagram. I do love seeing all of your, your feedback. You can just search Goddess Ceremony on either one of those. And lastly, if you haven't already, we are almost full for the remainder of our 2019 Sacred Goddess Retreats. So if you've been feeling the call to join us in Utah, in Idaho, in Maine, now is your time to take the leap to do something for yourself and to surround yourself with empowering like-minded women in gorgeous settings and be nourished. So you can learn more about all of those at goddessceremony.com retreats. Again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.